Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm Robbie, he's Mike, and I believe we're giving you like the 145th or so episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. So welcome, everybody. Dang, 145. I mean... I'm just glad you guys have stuck with us 445. I mean, I think we need to go back and listen to episode one, cringe it a little bit, and then see how far we've come now. I've done that, and it definitely is cringy. <laughs> and a dirty Robbie secret is that I never really count things. So it could be like 137 episodes, could be 140. But, you know, we're in that range, and I was just kind of taken aback by how far I was scrolling. So anyway... We're just happy everybody's here tuning in with us. Uh, we're going to have a nice little discussion about upcoming releases. I'm pretty sure people like hearing our takes on what's going to be hitting the shelves soon. So I hope you guys enjoy that. But before we dive too far in, we got a review after weeks of begging. We finally got one. So nice. thanks, everybody. We're now at 112 reviews, which Ooh. is which is pretty baller when you have a five out of five star rating with 112 reviews. But um, this guy here is from, his name's Acu Marino. He had to say, or she, um, great content and energy, new reader to your website and started to follow on IG. 45 years old, Detroit area, north of eight mile. Great content. I really enjoy the cross of sports history and sneaker history. I enjoy all three personalities. Everyone's come. Everyone comes off balanced and pleasant. No hating on this podcast. And those are three real life grown adult compliments. We're balanced. You don't know me that well, so I'll call. Thank you. A pleasant. Thank you. And no hating. Again, I hate a little bit, but it's all out of love. So that was really that was a really nice uh, review, man. Thank you. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Someone calls me pleasant. I'm that's one of the nicest things you can tell me. So thank you. Right. I mean, I can think of five to ten people who might not agree with that statement. So oh, I agree. I'm saying here, I'm like, ooh, let's not tell them who I am at home. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, <laughs> so we have a normal spot here. We do call rocking and copping. It's like our bread and butter of our show opening. So. Mike, 
anything been on your feet recently other than house slippers? And is there anything on your radar to buy? <laughs> oh, man, besides my little Nike slides, I go around the house and let the dog out. Um, my New Balance 992s in that multicolor colorway have been gracing my, my feet for the last few days. And, I, dude, I didn't think anything could be more comfortable than the 990. Um, I was wrong. And I, there may be some, you know, back and forth in this, you know, New Balance heads, but I think the 992 may be my like new favorite New Balance of all time. Um, what I'm looking at right now, I mean, honestly, we just got got wind of that uh, suede red toe Iverson. I mean, I can't go wrong with it. I love that shoe. So this is definitely on my radar. Um not too much else. I mean, there's a couple things far off, but I think immediately it's definitely going to be the, the, the question with the rest way to it right now. Not a bad choice. We got a little bit of a wait time between that dropping, and we'll go more into that with our main topic today. But um, for me, I actually laced up the on cloud boom, like P-O-D, boom, here comes the boom. <laughs> Um, which is what I thought my entire run today as I was running. I kept singing that song over and over again, and I felt really dated. But the shoes felt really good. Um, I've said multiple times that no shoe will make me faster, and that's still the case. But there's a lot of great springiness to the undercarriage. Um, there's this like spring plate underneath there that mm -hmm. really helps push you forward. And it rolls really nicely, you know, from like heel to toe throughout the whole strike. It feels like it feels really good. Like nice. highly recommend the cloud boom. Go check that out. But I have some weird shoes on my radar. So the first one is the National Geographic Vans collaboration. Okay. Really weird, but they have a Vans um, era that has like a whole bunch of famous, I guess, timeless, if you will, classic National Geographic covers yeah. printed throughout. And National Geographic is one of my favorite um, Instagrams to follow. If you don't follow them, go do it yesterday. <laughs> Crazy stuff on there. And I'm a huge fan of like Planet Earth and like David Attenborough and like pretty much any nature documentary i'm all on that so like to the era is like one of my top 10 favorite shoes ever made so like it's just, they go hand in hand so uh i don't want to pay like i think they're 50 bucks i'm not trying to pay 50 bucks or 60 for <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that i knew you were gonna say that i'm not i mean like i'm from the days where you could get two pairs of eras for like 45 bucks dude hit the outlets i mean with a mask on of course hit the outlets i mean you can find some pretty like pretty good stuff. I mean, I found the pair of uh, Star Wars, uh, the the slide, the slip-ons. No, like, you bucks. 100 percent can. Like, I have a good little collection of weird vans. I, this weird vans are my thing. So I've definitely copped my fair amount of uh, outlet come-ups. But just right now, I still don't feel like it's worth. I haven't been shopping in person once, even yeah, since COVID started. It's not that important to me. If it's important to you, I'm not your dad. But to me, <laughs> I just I don't care enough. To, I don't care about a thirty dollar pair of Vans to go like risk getting sick. So to each their own. I'm not I'm not here to preach today. Um, but the second one for me is your 
second chance to cop the Eric Manuel Reebok question. I will be attempting to get that shoe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. When's that happening? Yeah, it's the second. So the first drop was just on Eric's website. The okay. second one is on Reebok.com. I is believe the 30th. If, the, if Friday is 30th, then yes. Ain't that some stuff? I had no freaking clue. No, 31st then. 31st? What's really dumb is I had the press release on my phone, and I'm just like trying to let my phone charge over there. So I was like, oh, no, you have the information. This can't share it. Okay. Um, so it's Friday then. Yeah. So oh. if you missed your first chance, you have your second one. Maybe you won't be – well, I'll tell you. You can't get those really cool shorts with them. So you're shit out of luck there. But um, the shoes are still approachable. You have a chance. Don't give them. I'm looking them up now because I know sometimes Reebok does like a like with the uh, the Bubble Chucks, the Nice Kicks collaboration. It was a weird timing. It was like 11 o'clock on Thursday night. Yeah, yes. same deal. It is 11 p.m. Central Time. Um, so it'll be 9 o'clock your time, Robbie, where on Thursday you can try to get them. That's wild. That was be- a wild freaking time. But you know what? Who cares? I'm trying. I believe the sneaker fairy said I might be having a pair come already. But if I don't, I'm for sure going to be trying to get that shoe. Um, Yeah, man. Just like I had somebody comment on the sneaker history post today on a post today um, saying and he's not wrong, um, saying that the question is like the Jordan one. But for Reebok. Yeah. Reebok basketball. And I. I think I thought about it that way at least once in my life, but not recently. So it felt novel again. And I was like, damn, that's a really good point. But it sounded like I had a negative connotation to it. But you don't hear many people saying like, oh, I'm sick of the Jordan 1. I'm not going to buy it. It's, oh, I'm sick of the Jordan 1. I'm still going to buy it. So it's like you can feel whatever kind of way you want about the question. People still want that shoe. It's like the best when you have the best of like your the best model of your best signature athlete, you're going to keep releasing it. So it's either like get with the program or it is don't give it any mind, but that's a really good equation. Reebok question equals Jordan one. I mean, yeah, I, I can't even contest that one bit because it is, I mean, we've talked about a couple episodes back, but those things are selling mm-hmm. out. Like, I mean, if we're old, uh, old person term like hotcakes like it's crazy every time you drop one it's gone like the the Reebok one sold out in three minutes I got the Reebok one the nice cakes one sold out in three minutes yeah and I literally I didn't get a chance to push the button by the time I went poof like I watched it just go all out of just go crazy man and that's great I mean like you don't have any negative feelings about it when Nike's making a billion dollars off of it yeah, everybody dude. should be able to make every brand like Steph Curry and Under Armour they should be making that all day. Um, I guess now it would probably be um, Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell. But Adidas basketball, bring those shoes back over and over again when it's done. You know, keep making new models. Like, that's those are your best athletes, your best stories. You know, keep telling them. So uh, I just thought that was interesting. And then it made me do yeah. some self-reflection because I have more Jordan 1s than any other shoe in my collection. And three out of my four Reeboks are questions or two out of three of them are questions. So it's just like, 
Yeah, I'm that guy. I like the I like the thing everybody else likes. So, well, and one thing is, I got I got to not be so salty because I I think I got the the last you know Reebok that kind of sat, and I got the uh, the Eric Emanuel Question Fives that came out last year for Complex Con, not the not the friends and family ones that. Our good buddy Nick has, you know, I'm sure what you wore size 10, but I got the um, got the general release pair or the, man, I guess you call them general release. Uh, but man, even if I can't get these questions, I am happy to have one pair because the materials on those suckers are just impeccable. And if the question is anything like it and you get a pair, Robbie, just know, fantastic. Like when I say the leather, the way the leather creases you, and you just touch it, the leather so buttery, it's insane. And that just speaks to, I mean, like, I think Eric's aesthetic, right? So mm-hmm. gym shorts are pretty much gym shorts anywhere you buy them. But his just, you can take it the extra steps, having them be weighted, properly printed, properly cut. Um, you know, just, you can do all the little things perfect, and it just elevates something so simple. So if you just use really good materials on a Question or a Jordan 1 or an Adidas Superstar, like, it's going to work. It's going to be awesome. So think about that. No matter what brand it is, make your money. That's what everybody's in the business to do. Like nobody makes shoes for fun. Like they have stakeholders, like they have to make money. So, oh yeah. Speaking of making stakeholders money though, um, that's pretty much our main topic. We're going to talk about releases coming up um, to kind of end out July. Um, We'll go over our favorites, in August and in a couple in September and maybe one or two down the road that we've may have seen recently. So, um, I tried to put these in chronological order again. I don't count very well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm remedial if you will. So, um, the first one here, seven 30, the ominous one by new balance and low top version with that really cool, like fuchsia, hot pink and lime. I'm excited for that one. I'm not going to buy it, but it's really interesting to see how that shoe continues to look better and better with each colorway, like a year and a half later. So props. Yeah. I mean, this, uh, I think straight up, this is an, uh, a better version than a high top. I was actually really close to buying a high top because there's a couple versions that have been sitting, um, on shelves. And I think the, the sunrise one that it was part of that pack, Yeah, it's cool. It reminds me of the Air Max Plus, but it was was on sale. Um, But then I saw the low tops. Like I'd rather just wait for a pair of low tops then, because I can't wear. I feel like I wouldn't wear the mids or high tops casually at all, because they're straight up a performance shoe. But I can I can kind of get away with wearing the low tops a little bit more. I would get I get more wears out of them. I should say. Yeah, you know, give them a shot. Yeah. I think with basketball, if you want to have any kind of chance of being approachable off the court, it has to be a low top in 2020. So yeah. it makes it a lot better to go. Let's just say you're going to go, um, especially nowadays with COVID, you're going to go play outdoors with your friends and then maybe not even have to change your shoes because they look pretty fly. Um, it's just, I know, I know you're the big new balance guy. A lot of my friends are too. And they really do make high quality stuff. So if, if anybody here has firsthand experience that isn't on weartesters.com. Um, let us know what you think about that new balance, the ominous one. 
I'm for sure saying that name wrong every time I say it, and I just don't care anymore. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm with you. I thought it was ominous. Uh, if if someone knows the exact way to say it, someone from New Balance, Kawhi, if you want to want to talk, let us know. <laughs> I want to sure we're saying it right. That was my. I was trying to Kawhi laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I heard a robot in the back. He must have showed up. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to, um, but you would, you would never know Kawhi's coming up. He's so sneaky. Um, all right, that's just dumb. So the next few here is one that is for sure not for everybody, but I imagine the dude from Great British Baking Competition, like the long-haired, dark-haired guy who kind of looks like a vampire. If you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Um, he would wear this shoe. It's the Reebok collaboration with Pleasures on the Beatnik sandal. It's kind of like dark and spooky, a little fuzzy looking, but it looks like a goth dude in the summer would would rock that shoe, and uh, <laughs> I'm with. I just, I just thought of a goth person in the summer wearing sandals like that. <laughs> it's funny. It's like it's like you know, imagine really pale white feet. It's like dark, you know, grungy. <laughs> but that's dope. I mean, um, the homie Marco. I'll try to find the tweet as I try to explain the tweet. But he was saying how. Oh, here it is. Um, Every single person not liking every single shoe is refreshing to me. I don't know when it got like this, but it's okay to not like something. But you don't have to wait for social media to tell you it's cool and for it to change your mind. And mm-hmm. that's so true. That shoe is going to be really popular to some people. Um, I don't mess with pleasures. I don't really wear sandals like that outside, so it's not for me. But you don't have to like every single thing. But if somebody else does, let them live. Yeah, man. And uh, now I'm right there with you. I'm not like sandal wear. Like it, I have to be going to the beach. And I'm not gonna lie though, uh, that is a very polarizing sneaker or sandal or you know whatever you want to call it. But I actually saw like a, a picture, a Birkenstock. <laughs> I saw it on someone's foot, and I was like, you know what? If I was a sandal guy, I don't, I wouldn't mind it. Like it's not a bad design shoe. Um, it is my version of sandal because I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't like the, the front of my foot not covered. I feel like too much can go wrong. Like I feel like I'm not, I can't run in sandals. Like I can't, you know, maneuver. So if I had to pick up a sandal, I think that one would be the one to do it. So if it goes down to like, you know, you no know, good low, low, low price, and I need to go to the beach, I, I probably won't say no. But yeah, like you said, it's not for everybody. But I mean, people gotta respect it. Don't wait for you know, random influencer number 12 to tell you it's dope and you start liking it. Yeah, I can see somebody in Portland rocking this. That's a Portland shoot. A lot of people wear black, and sometimes you just need a little bit of ventilation down there. So, you know, let it go. So, these next two shoes are grouped together. They are (laughs) definitely more the traditional route. Probably one of the greatest models ever made. Um, the Air Max One releasing on 7:30, an evergreen and orange. So two different shoes, both utilizing the OG or traditional makeup from what's the 84. I haven't thought about the Air Max One in a while. I believe it's 84. Comes in to shoot me in the head for getting that wrong, but um, but yeah, I believe it's 1984. But super clean. Um, you cannot go wrong with just gray, white, and a color <laughs> pretty much any color you want it can be the og royal og red does not matter this colorway just 
works no matter what kind of color you're sliding into it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's classic. I don't have much to say on it, but other than that, I mean, you really can't, you go classic color blocking and no outrageous colors. You really can't go wrong with Air Max one. It's going to, Juan, just stop to... because I'm just going to like completely redo that. Cause it's 1987 and I'm going to get grilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, dude. So I'm writing this down 19 minutes. All right. So next up on our list is a shoe that's a bit more traditional. They, it, technically, it's two different shoes, but they released the same day and it's the same model. So we're going to group them up together. It's the Air Max 1 in evergreen and orange. You know, first released in 1987, the Air Max 1 needs no introduction. Doesn't matter if it has, you know, the OG kind of construction with the gray, white, and then either royal or, you know, red. What, whatever color you want to throw in there. This time it's green and orange, and they both just work. Um, afraid to say these are going to sell out quick. It seems like no matter what Air Max model it is, if it looks good, it's going to go fast. So I think that's going to happen to both of these, but I would love to get my hands on either colorway. They're fire. Yeah, man. Um, you just can't go wrong when you use that classic color blocking and just, you know, pretty, I, I want to say neutral colors. I mean, they're pretty still toned out, even though it is orange and a green, they're still pretty toned down for what we typically would see out, you know, in these bright sneakers lately. But dude, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think these are both clean. Um, I think they're going to sell out just because of the trend of everything else selling out. And there, there's a nice sneaker. You can pretty much wear them at anything. So yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. The, the Republicans will tell you over and over again, oh, you know, the retail sector is thriving. The retail sector is thriving. And that's to try to throw you off. But they're kind of not wrong because stuff like these Air Maxes and stuff like the Gary Payton Air Jordan 12 and every other Air Jordan that's released recently are selling out quick. So there's definitely still a market for all these shoes. Uh, I just don't know where people are wearing them at because I ain't going nowhere. I literally have a couple pairs of shoes. I did reviews on them. I'm like, well, they got one wear of them. Um, I'm still at home. <laughs> still at home. And you can't wear those Gary Payton 12s without a Pittsburgh Pirate jersey or a Steelers oh. jersey. Can't do Please it. Don't it everybody. I'm just begging you. Let me Please tell stop. you, though. 2012 Robbie for sure had a Pittsburgh Pirate hat with his Thunder Fours. Yeah, like, that's you worked at Champs. you worked at Foot Locker. Probably got it for like discount at like Champs or uh, or Foot Action. Completed the look, dog. I completed the look. <laughs> or or what, whatever the sales tactic name was back then. What was it? Oh my god, I cannot remember what it was. The hookup. At least it wasn't Champs. Yeah. Like the hookup. No, no good friend is hooking you up by getting you to buy a pair of socks. <laughs> we actually were you at that point. <laughs> Putting that out there. Um, but anywho. Any good friend would tell you to buy this next shoe because J. Cole is the shit. If you have anything else to say about that, get in my DMs because I will happily argue. Um, we have the Puma RS Dreamer releasing 731. Uh, Mike, I believe you're going to write something about this in the next couple of days, hopefully. Yeah, uh, it would be better if I was able to cross my fingers and get my hands on a pair so I can give the, like some – some more oomph to the, to the piece, but these are releasing exclusively at Foot Locker at this point in this colorway. Um, they 
uh, we talked about this a few episodes back. I think all three of us were a consensus with. We really liked them. Um, what scares me is that the world who truly likes to talk trash or anything that's not Nike started to like them. So I feel like they're going to sell out pretty quick in this initial colorway. But hopefully, fingers crossed. Now, and I seriously believe so. There's going to be more colorways out in the near future. So I uh, just, uh, yeah, man, I just really want these. To, to, I wear them casually now, but I really want to hoop in them. That's why you signed J. Cole, though, because he's going to bring people that maybe wouldn't buy the product in the first place mm-hmm. over to Puma's side, even for, even for a little bit, even if it's just this colorway and that white colorway he wore at the all-star game, whatever it is, if it has J Cole's name associated with it, there's so few things negative to his name that I can't see anybody being like, ah, oh, you know, screw J Cole, unless they just don't like his music and that's subjective and whatever. Hey, as like a person, I'm totally for him selling me shoes. Like, hell yeah. Yep. I'm right there with you, man. I mean, I think Puma made a good choice. I know people were kind of skeptical. Like, why would you give uh, a rapper a basketball signature? Well, this is why they did it. Like, now that your question has been answered. And obviously, you never watched All-Star Weekend because J. Cole can hoop. Like, yeah. J. Cole can le- legitimately get run in. Like, he, yeah. Um, that's why haters. <laughs> Haters. <laughs> um, all right. So, I mean, this next shoe, there's definitely going to be haters for it. Um, it's the Converse um, All-Star BB Evo releasing 8-1. So it's the first shoe we have here in August. Um, I got a pair in hand. The grip is bananas. The cushioning is stupid. I think it's really good for somebody who wants to roll up and just have something that their other nine friends don't have. Like it's, it's that simple. Like Converse, they're never going to be Adidas. They're never going to be Reebok or Nike or Under Armour and the basketball space in this millennium. It's just not going to happen, but they can really dominate like people who maybe gravitate towards the counterculture or just want something different, no matter if they're playing sport or leisure, whatever the situation is, that BB Evo is super it's everything you want in a basketball shoe with Nike tooling without the Nike name. So I think that that's really powerful to some consumers. Yeah. Um, dude, these look dope. I saw the pictures you had of them. You sent this over. These things are super clean. Um, I don't know. I think just I've always been you, you guys are know, always been a fan of like kind of spreading my, you know, my web of the shoes I touch and just put on and just test out and, these, I mean, these make me even gravitate more to Converse now because I am not typically a Chuck wear anymore. I haven't worn Chuck since probably like high school or college. But these just, they remind me so much of the grip, the drop in midsole, remind me so much of the Kobe 8 slash 9 slash 10 that I am, uh, and I like the way they look. So I'm, I'm really curious on how they perform on court and how they just, again, just at this point perform casually since that's what most people are going to be using them for. So if I'm able to get my hands on them, I shall. I mean, yeah, I mean, you've said it for everything. Like you like to branch out. This is going to be that exact kind of shoe for consumers like you. And that kind of rhymed. So (laughs) I'm just going to end it there. Um, So next shoe up, we have the Adidas ZX 8000 Atmos collab. 
which has some like zebra print in there, got some tiger print. It's very Atmos, you know, if you've ever seen their shoe, you, any one of their shoes with any brand, you, you kind of know what to expect. Uh, I'm feeling them though. I mean, the old retro Adidas stuff is always cooler to me than the new stuff. They really try to be overly techy, I think. Even when they try to infuse new tech with old shoes, I don't know if there's a ZX8000 boost, but I'm willing to bet my money there is. And it just doesn't look as good as the normal one. I think like... Uh, well, I'll let you finish, but there's a, there's a caveat to that. Go ahead. So ZX8000, there is... They don't tell you, though. There was a the re-releases that came out this uh, end of last year, beginning of this year. There is actually boost in inside the midsoles like if you were oh. to cut them off in video uh i did a review on the the consortium pair but there's a video of the guy of a guy cutting open a uh the second pair that came out that was not the consortium pair which is more the general release and it has boost in the midsole damn see that's cool if i can't see the new tech i'm, I'm all about it we've said this about the jordan one a trillion times just put a zoom bag in there and don't tell us it's there we'd all be happy um, yeah. that's super cool though. I mean, you know what I'm talking about though? I I, th- I think like the Oswego boost or mm-hmm. like, uh, Stan Smith, Smith boosts where it replaced yeah. the whole thing that was encasing it. There's so, there's so many bad new slash old Adidas shoes, but like the pure old stuff fire. I'm still mad at, I didn't buy a, a pair of young ones. I still think that shoe looks really good. Yeah. And, I wish I did. I saw some guy wearing them on a post a couple days ago. Nicest guy ever. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but um, really cool shoe. We can, we can leave it at that, though. It doesn't need that much time. But yeah. Atmos release always gets a little bit of attention, so why not? Yeah, um, of course. This next one here, um, you know the actual nickname. I forget off the top of my head, but it's the um, question X James Harden. It's always hard to say, like, X. Is it, like, collab or – with. I don't know what it means. Does it mean like times? Does it mean X? Does it mean by? I, I, I'm using by. So question by James Harden. But all jokes aside, um, it releases 8-7, super clean. We don't get a lot of black questions nowadays, let alone like two-tone questions. So I'm very for this colorway. Very clean. Um, everyone knows that this sneaker podcast that I am a Rockets fan. Everyone knows I love the uh, the question, so I'm just fingers crossed to the sneaker fairies to help help your boy out to to, to get through. I just dude, I love this shoe. The leather looks fantastic. Like you said, you don't see many black questions with the with the white toe. Something about it just screams different. And man, I really want a pair of these. Like, I think I would wear them so much because of the, the color blocking. The black and white are easier to wear than, of course, like red or blue. So. Yeah, dude. If I was able, if I'm able to get a pair of these, best believe they'll be on feet. Y'all will get sick of me talking about them. I think you'll have a good chance though, because James Harden is pretty polarizing across the country. I would say. Oh so yeah. Maybe it's him being attached um, is going to be good for some people and bad for others. Um, who knows? But for the same reason you said, that black and white with a little bit of red just works with pretty much anything most humans wear. It's just a really clean look. Um, this next shoe isn't as wearable. 
Um, if you're a hardcore Jordan head, you've been super waiting for this. Or if you've had a pair of these for a long time, you're probably salty. They're retroing, but it's the, um, the metallic silver Air Jordan ones, the CO.JPs, the Japan releases, the briefcase joints, whatever you want to call them. Um, they release eight, seven. That's just a shoe where I remember seeing it at the time and like slam kicks and being super excited. There's like that one. There's the white and Navy, the black pair. And I believe white is the fourth Jap- um, Japan. pack. So. There. Yeah. Um, but just so ahead of their time. Like now we see Jordan ones in every colorway imaginable. And those are the first ones to really break away from this, the pure traditional retro. I believe they were the first ones to have the jump man tongue, uh, I wrote a whole story about this like a year ago and I'm just trying to remember, but um, just a really cool time in Jordan history. Um, First Japan exclusive, just super cool shoe. Yeah. um, Only thing I do not like about them. I really want the shoe, but only thing I don't like is something you mentioned. They were the first with the jump man on a tongue. I feel like Nike may have caved a little bit because they know how people forget about the jump man's being on the tongue of ones. So they replaced it to say Nike air. And the silver overlays that cover the heel, collar, and then on the toe box, they are, it looks like just to be a, a regular leather as opposed to a 3M reflective material that the O1s were. So I wish they would have done truer to form, but hey, you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. And I mean, I know they're going to have the first release, or there's one release that's going to come after the August 7th release, and that's the Japan exclusive with the briefcase, but the August 7th releases, he's going to have a silver Jordan 1 box, which is kind of cool. Or a gray and silver Jordan 1 box. And um, I don't know, man. This is one of those, I'm already seeing them resale prices are super high in them. I think already like 400 somewhere dollars. Maybe higher, but I want them. But I know my luck when it comes to getting anything off sneakers. So we shall um, we shall play, play our hand and see what happens. I mean, you make a good point about them not having the Jumpman logo on the tongue. But I, I think it's still going to be tough for some purists because it doesn't have the normal tag, say Nike Air. So it's not – it's closer to it, but it's still not exactly an OG high. I don't think the branding should say OG high because to me that should be some kind of traditional construction with the tag on it without the jewel swoosh. Um, I mean, pardon me, the jewel wings logo yeah. a little bit deceptive, but we all know what it is. So it's not really deceptive at all. People are still going to buy this shoe up and just try to flip it. So, Oh yeah. Well, and I was wrong. The, uh, the pre-sale prices on goat right now, um, are starting at about 700. So yeah, that's, that's super like go buy a pair of Pumas, go buy a pair of Reeboks, go buy a general release Nike that you've always wanted and just never wanted to spend the money on a pair of Air Max 95s. Just go yeah. buy the damn shoe and go enjoy something because probably not going to get you. Yeah. Um, so this next one releases the same day, and I guarantee you, you'll be able to buy this shoe. Um, it's the Greek Freak 2 in black and white. We barely touched on the Greek Freak. I think once, like we haven't talked, we haven't spoken much about it. I think we talked about like the Bucks looking colorway, yeah. but yeah. black and white, I mean, Nike basketball shoe in black and white typically does well. 
Um, I think this colorway looks good. It's not great, but when you look across the board, whether it's like a KD 12 or a Kyrie six, if it's just in black and white, it's just going to do what you want it to do. It's going to be approachable to no matter what kind of team flavor you have or personal preference, black and white goes and fits with anybody's play style. I say play style. It's, it's more like <laughs> clothing style. Yeah, you know what I mean? Some people just want black and white shoe just to go hoop. And that's going to be no, perfect. I think the, isn't the swoosh like a zebra print almost? Kind of, because it has a little bit of his own style to it. But yeah, that's kind of cool. It's ultimately still it's a black and white shoe, which is what yeah. the world needs if you're going to go to a Nike outlet six months from now. Yep. But it's, it's I, I, just I, no <laughs> I detect no lies. Um, <laughs> so this next one, I am kind of... I'm crossed whether or not it's going to sell out or not. Um, it's the LeBron 17 low Titan releasing August 8th. Titan is a Filipino uh, hoop shop. Um, it says strive for greatness in Filipino. That's not the proper name for their language. I believe it's Tagalo and it's the second language they speak. I just can't remember off the top of my head, but it's, a really cool tie-in because if anybody knows Filipino culture, they know that like basketball is like the shit there. So them having their second collab with LeBron just is really cool for the islands. Super cool for LeBron and his, you know, his kind of global presence. But above all, it just looks like a really cool Iron Man shoe. Yeah, I really like them. Um, I was about to try. I always like to look at the the presale price to see what they're at, but. Um, I was looking at last year's uh, Titan collaboration. It sold out pretty much immediately, had high prices, but now we're about um, about retail on on a secondary side. So I, I don't know, and I don't think it helps that LeBron is already showing off the 18. Um, again, I just don't know what the market is going to do. It's so confusing right now. I would love to get a pair of these. I, the details on the upper with that red, this all the embossed uh, pictures are absolutely fantastic. Um, the gold accents, again, awesome. And I think we've talked about this, but the 17 may actually be a better shape. A 17 low might be a better shape and more wearable than the um, than the traditional version, which is still a nice shoe, but the 17 just leaves a lot of room for a lot of things to be done to it. And the low does at least, and they did it with this one. It has React in the forefront, four foot. So I'm really interested to try it out. I want to get the glow pair, which have gone on deep discount from like the 170, 180 to like 120, 119 on uh, East Bay. And I feel like these may hopefully sit. If not, I know a couple places I won't divulge until I, if I get a pair. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, it's the kind of thing with the bronze. I think people buy them up quick and then they just wait to see what happens. And then yeah, they of retail. So, I think I told this story one time, but this dude at the gym, I think I was wearing like my solar red, like eight lows. And the guy's like, Oh, those are super sick. Um, and I looked down at his feet and he has a really cool pair of like 14 lows or 15 lows on. They were cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm not hating on that. Cause like, yeah, I'm gonna wear these for a bit. I'm probably going to resell them. Um, make some good amount of money. And I was like, yeah, bro, go for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the sarcasm filled the gym. <laughs> re, re, reselling your worn 14s probably gonna net you like 
60 bucks, but it owes somebody like 12 bucks. I just said that. Whatever. So, I mean, that was just so funny to me at the time, but I mean, yeah. this next shoe is pretty funny to me too. It's the Union Jordan 4 releasing 815 for $250 for some Fisher Price oh, looking Jordan 4s. Like, I just wish the readers could have saw a thread earlier about this because these are actual garbage. I was expecting there was a, a mock up of the where everyone thought the Union 4 would be. It had like this military four, uh, blue bottom with the, the top quarter being. The, the the black and black cement that would have been freaking fantastic but this looks like the weakest attempt to follow up to Jordan one that I've ever seen like the materials look just like everything's meshed just about I guess it's a Dura Buck upper but this is actual trash yeah I mean I don't think it's as bad as you think I just cannot buy it with that tongue it's what like did they do to the Jordan so four tongue like, it looks like an Air Force one tongue but they are like smushed over. It looks like they had the higher tongue and they might have done this and just folded it back. It looks dumb as hell. I mean, like it's just everything else, I could buy it because of the hype. I'm not going to lie to you. If I had a normal Jordan 4 tongue and it looked completely the same, I would probably still buy it just to feel cool. But <laughs> I mean, okay, I I'm trying to look at it again. I'm looking at a little picture right now. Oh crap! I do see what you mean about the tongue. So the the whoever's like took the picture of that sneak peek in like the Union store or whatever it was, the tongue looked like it, it looked like it was cut like an Air Force One tongue, and that she was smushed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I'm not gonna get get it if even if I try. But if I had to pick between the two, this one and the potential black cement off white, I would really just go after the all white off white one. All day. I mean, if it was between this and like the utility dunk, like the off-white utility dunk yeah. that they're trying to push at the end of the month, I didn't put it on this list. But if you saw those pictures a couple months ago, you know what I'm talking about. I'd rather have those than this. And those are ugly, too. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what they look like. You know what? It almost looks like it is. I mean, I know it's a Jordan 4, clearly. But just initial looks, just the way the tongue is, it looks like it was a hybrid model that would sit on shelves and just never go anywhere. Here's my last point on it on the sides, like where the wings are. Um, it looks like a grade school Jordan four. Yeah. We didn't cut out the hole in the middle. Exactly. It's just, I get union wants to do something different, but this, this is prime example of don't like something just because the world told you to like it. Yeah. These are, these are for the young kids. Not yeah, for me. Are we, getting, are we that old now? Is that what's happening? I think so. Because, yeah. I mean, not that old because the next shoe, the alternate Bel Air Jordan 5 releasing 815, I think that's still kind of like a young man shoe, but I really like it. Um, I like the Jordan 5. The original Bel Airs, if I can find a pair of those that aren't creased up, I will buy them right now. I wanted that shoe for so long, and I'm not even a Will Smith fan. I'm really pretty impartial to Will Smith, but that shoe, the purples, the green, it's, it's just all the nineties colors in there. looks so good that can't help myself. If I have a chance to buy these, I will, I will probably try my luck on eight fifteen. 
Yeah, I ain't mad at these. I mean, I Jordan 5, we already discussed it. I think it's a hard shoe for me to wear personally, uh, but I've always loved Fresh Prince, Will Smith fan, and I think it's a clean shoe. I actually like this white one better than the uh, better than the gray one. It just When I look at this one, it just reminds me. I start seeing the opening credits to Fresh Prince when I look at this white one. That's good storytelling. Yeah. That's I mean, I would literally define that as good storytelling. You don't have to put the Fresh Prince logo. You don't have to put Will Smith's name. You don't have to put from East Philadelphia to Bel Air, nothing. You just look at it and you're like, okay, I get it. Like, that's what I call a job well done. Um, next up, it's a women's only, which breaks my heart because of all the shoes on this list, I might talk a lot of smack about wanting to buy it. If this came in size 12, I would buy it for real. It's the Laser Orange Air Jordan 3 releasing 821, as I just mentioned, for women only. It's just, it's so clean. Uh, the homie Chris Dixon wears the the UNC Air Jordan 3s, and I hated on those when they released, but now I am salty because those shoes look damn good. And these have like the same color scheme, just with orange, and it's phenomenal. Dude, I love them. And they're, they're not orange-orange unless, you know, I know when they do like some of the pictures and stuff like that, that color grading can make it a little different. But, I, dude, it's almost yellow and it almost has a Laker look to it. Just, you know, it's not too orange, but it's like almost like a goldish. I really like them. I mean, I'm lucky to where I can squeeze into a women's 11 and a half. But I know all the men out there are going to be gunning for them. So, again, I'll try my luck, see what happens. There's, it's so good. And I mean, like, uh -huh. I understand wanting to have stuff for women, like exclusively for women. Oh, yeah. But come on, like, let, let big feet people have a chance. <laughs> that one's, I'm surprised that was just a women's release because that is, that one would be an instant sellout if you did just unisex. I, I honestly think they should just make everything unisex. Same construction, same build, just go from size whatever three to size 15 size 17 whatever it is just how hard is it to make it a full run and don't give us stuff like i don't know like any of these terrible zoom air jordan ones use that use that energy and materials on like these threes yeah i mean i'm completely for making unisex sizing also it makes no sense to me why they don't do that but um whatever can't can't fix the world sometimes. Yeah. Next up, you brought this shoe up earlier. It's the red suede toe question releasing 821. I think if Nick was here, he would agree also that that's an Instacop. Um, any other thoughts? It's, it looks really good. Oh, no, I've already said mine. You guys follow my Instagram. You know what, what it's about. I'm, I'm trying to get <laughs> she they pretty. Let's put it that they way. Pretty. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Now, these next ones, I think, are pretty, but they're also, like, pretty knockoff-like. Um, it's the Air Jordan 12 Indigo, which is or, pretty much just like yeah. the not-Obsidians. Dude, they look just like – I was sitting there looking at them like – I know there's going to be differences. I haven't looked at pictures side by side, but I saw them like, oh, look, a retro Obsidians. That's my first thought when I saw the picture. Me too. I had to do a double take. I mean, they're going to sell out. We're, there's no Jordan on this list, guys, that we've talked about is not going to sell out. I'm sorry. That's just the, the climate right now. People are holding shoes to, to sling whenever, you know, 
to get out of quarantine, whatever it is, but just be prepared. Just have multiple options. Try different brands right now because these Jordans will sell out. Even the ones I don't like, like the Zoom uh, Jordan 1s, they're, they're going to sell out. People are going to have so many shoes when they get out of quarantine. They're going to start walking around with shoes on their feet and on their hands, like two pairs. Dude, it's going to be insane. Like, just, oh my God. I'm one of them. I have like nine pairs of dead stock shoes right now. Like, I mean, I guess I, I do have them because I've been still putting out videos, but again, I'm trying to mix it up. Of course. I mean, you have to, you've been, you've, you've become a buck boy. The world hasn't known yet. I'm a, I'm, I'm a question boy for the most. <laughs> I mean, it's like, correct. Question. like, I still don't really have any interest in Insta pumps. I don't care about any trainers. I don't care about running shoes, CrossFit, anything really. The Sean Kemp's just because of nostalgia. Um, but when it comes to Allen Iverson, I'm definitely not the only person in the world who didn't love Philadelphia, didn't love Reebok, but loved Allen Iverson. So mm-hmm. that's just how damn good Allen Iverson was. Look it up on you. <laughs> um, all right. So next up here, we have the Air Jordan 1 Zoom Crater, which we thought was going to be a space hippie, but um, it releases August 2020. No firm date yet on it. But um, I put it on here because we all thought it was going to be like a quote-unquote space hippie. But um, still pretty clean. They're, they're different. They're different. Yeah. I mean, like, they kind of remind me of like the Black History Month pair from like 2013 or 14. Um, but they're uh, cool. I like it. They're all right. They're cool. I mean – I, I like the what they're doing. I mean, I, I'm not going to hate on that at all. Um, yeah, they're just cool. I probably wouldn't try for them. I don't know why. I just feel like I wouldn't wear them often. But there's actually a Jordan 1 called the Crater. That's the new model. They're doing with that whole Space Hippie vibe. Those are sick. No, that's what we're talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Jordan 1 Crater. I don't, I don't know what they're calling them now. No, no, it's the Jordan 1 Crater. I mean, they're doing that with a couple shoes, so it's like all kind of the same thing, but not. Yeah, well, there's a new model they're coming out with. It's not It's not a Jordan 1. I kind of find the name of it. I thought it was just called The Crater, but there's one. It's a, it's a lifestyle shoe as opposed to a retro. I have to find it and show it to you later, but I'll we'll put it up somewhere where you guys can see it. But I thought it was pretty cool. Um, let's see, Crater. But yeah, man, they're, they're, they're all right. The, the ones I'm not a fan of, but yeah, this one's the Jordan Crater. They're just called the Jordan Crater. Um, they have a vibe of that one I've been wearing, the SP, the Delta SPs. And they're the same deal, made out of recycled materials and all that good stuff. Very cool. Um, just something different. And yeah. we are all about sustainability and the more kind of sustainable sustainability driven shoes we have i think the world's a better place um so finishing up here when we have a couple more um none of these shoes have you know firm release dates yet but just saw them and thought they were cool um the nike blazer the gamer edition um they released fall of this year they glow in the dark they say have a good game on them there's like 3m reflective stuff going on with it Normally, I'm not a big fan of really busy blazers, but these I think are actually super sick. And I play video games 
pretty much nonstop throughout the day. So I can see <laughs> myself wearing these as I game, but just I was really feeling the kind of call back to like the early 2010s when he had all these glow in the dark stuff going on and just a whole bunch of craziness. So yeah, man. I think they're cool. Yeah, no, they're they're cool. Um, I I ain't mad at them at all. I probably wouldn't buy. I don't typically buy blazer mids. I like blazer lows, but uh, no, these are cool. I like the idea behind them. I really like the three of them all over, like the little the little game deals all over shoe. Can't go wrong. Um, yeah. Now this next one, it's pretty far in advance, and it's just another Jordan one. I think our last two here are Jordan ones, um, but we have the black and gold. It looks just like. The patent leather from 2001, but the patent leather from 01 had more black on it. This has gold on the collar. I think these are so clean. I think they're a lot better than like the the top three gold toe or just the gold toe from like 2017. Um, I'm I'm definitely feeling these, so that's why I put them on the list. Yeah, and I like that. I like the originals. Um, yeah, these are these are cool. Again, I'll try. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> You might have to just have that same mentality with our last shoe, but it's the Air Jordan 1 Tokyo that releases September 5th. Um, they're that pair that has like brown on the heel, blue on the toe, yellow on the tongue, black on the quarter, an aged midsole. Um, I think these are absolute fire. Like they are going to be an instacop for me. I'm going to have you trying. I'm going to have everybody trying to get the shoe. <laughs> Wait, what's the name? So what's the name of that one? The Tokyo? I, I've heard so many different names, like the Biohack. I uh, know because these are based off the old undefeated dunks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know the names of them because they, they keep changing like every other freaking day, it seems like. But these are just fire. Like, oh, I, super I dope. Super, super dope. I mean, like you said, I really like those. I've been – at first they were supposed to come out earlier this year, but they got pushed back for some, you know, everything happening. So I've been keeping my eye on them. But – Keeping up with that Tokyo theme, there's one more we didn't mention. It's supposed to be coming out on the 27th of August, and that's the uh, Air Jordan 3. It's the Tokyo denim in that fire oh, red color. Yeah. I, I would much rather have the Tokyo exclusive with the uh, Air um, – what was it? Nike Air written in, uh, in Japanese characters. But either one is uh, – I didn't really like them at first from initial pictures, but getting deep into the shoe, looking at – how they use that salvage denim for the elephant print. It's actually pretty dope. I like these ones more, um, but I mean, when I say these ones, I mean the Jordan ones. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. I don't know how I feel about the little bit of denim. I either want the whole shoe to be denim or no denim. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking like, which one holds them? Like the Levi's. Yeah. I mean, hell I'm going to try <laughs> that's like that's literally all, all my comments. I'll try, see what happens. I'm just holds aren't high on a lot of these because I know how the house working. But hey, man, every uh, every every blind squirrel finds a nut, so maybe I'll get lucky in one of these. <laughs> that's that's incredibly <laughs> true. Um, I, I forgot what person said it, but oh, it was Mike Caps, and he <laughs> said, uh, "I'm just a squirrel out here. Um, it's it's your world, homie. I'm just a squirrel out here trying to get a nut." Yep. What movie was that? I don't remember. Uh, I can't remember. I've heard some people say that before. I have no idea. No idea what movie that. I want to say it was like the second Friday movie. Makes sense. And now I'm gonna make me go watch it and find out. Yeah, right. Everybody go 
come back to us and tell us what, what movie that's from. But, um, yeah, man, that's pretty much all we got today. I hope everybody likes hearing what's coming out, our thoughts on them and everybody stay safe out there. It's not getting any less crazy right now. So just, uh, stay safe, try to stay happy and thank you for listening. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Um, Robbie, tell them where they can find you, homie. Yeah. They can, uh, follow us at sneaker history and you can find me at R A H B E E seven Oh two. How about you? Yeah, man. You can find me in sneaker history as well. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. And then, of course, YouTube at Mike Guillory. Yeah, well, hey, thanks, everybody, and have a good rest of your day. See ya. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as five bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.